The following segment is from Monday, Football Monday, on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Um, imagine not being 3-1. and one. I mean, like, mm. I can't. I can't imagine what that, that life mm. would be like. Uh, there's a lot of teams on, on the wrong side of that line. We'll, we'll talk about them, obviously, as we get through here. But as we do every Monday version of the SB Nation NFL show, we venture into the SB Nation universe, Pete. And speaking of 3-1, and one, from the now 3-1 and one Buffalo Bills of SB Nation's Buffalo Rumblings, you know him, you love him. He is our friend here at the SB Nation NFL show. It is Jay Spence, the king, to talk about Buffalo's 23-20 to 20 dub over the baltimore oh, frauds the maybe perhaps the king has joined us jay spence thank you so much for joining us um it's been a few weeks since we last spoke so how are you doing and uh, what was the last thing that you ate man uh, well I'm, I'm good after a, a nail biter i wasn't good during the game but i'm good now <laughs> and um the, the last thing i ate I actually had a, a fried chicken sandwich with egg on it in the airport Ooh, wow oh dude good, good pretty call. good all right, well done. So um, the Baltimore Ravens survive. Oh, excuse me, the Buffalo they Bills did. survive. The Baltimore Ravens really bad at surviving. Um, another huge blown lead for the Ravens. I will say, um, this is maybe the most impressive Buffalo win in a while. Mm-hmm. To come back, you know, in this in this chaos. I mean, like th- this is a different kind of win than you know just blowing teams out left and right. I mean, early on, this was a crazy noon slate of games. By the way, there was all sorts of ag. There was like three games in the afternoon. They all sucked. So it's hard to keep tabs on everything. But you look over and the Bills are down early, and you're just thinking, oh man, they're going to go out with a whimper after the Dolphins lost last week. What's going to happen? Are we going to kind of lower them in our power rankings? But Josh Allen digs in. Uh, Jamison Crowder, I believe, has the ankle issue. Now he's gone uh indefinitely but this was this was a very impressive buffalo performance overall yeah it was it was everything first that you know all the growth that we've seen from josh over the last couple of years you still kind of he hasn't had that marquee comeback game and you know last year against the bucks we we kind of made a comeback but we still fell short and then obviously the playoffs the 13 seconds which i'm sure pete will love to talk about but you know we still kind of fell short so um going up against a, a former mvp like this at their home and to be able to come back from 20 to 3 at one point it's it's a great one for josh and then also it it, it shows you know, it shows the growth of Sean McDermott, in my opinion, as well. So I'm, I'm very overall pleased with, you know, what the coaching staff was able to put together and, you know, just just the fight in this team. What do you think the problem was for those first 28 minutes before this offense finally kicked into gear? To be honest with you, so I was at the game and, and, and really just watching it, it. It looks like guys were just like trying to play faster than what the game was in a way. And it's like, you know, they weren't mm. actually catching the ball you know they they were running before they caught the ball several times right. uh Devin Singletary dropped a couple Devin or uh, Dawson Knox dropped so I think it comes down to one of those things where it's like okay let's just get our nerves out the way calm down we know it's a big game we know you know it's obviously not Sunday night football but we know most of the nation's watching okay we get it but but just breathe just calm down and and I think once they did that you know you see the defense didn't give up anything in the second half we shut them down this is the first this is the third game this season that we didn't allow any points in the second half of the game. So I think that's incredible when you talk about somebody like Lamar Jackson, yeah. um, who can really turn it on at any point from anywhere. 
you look at Buffalo's next two games, you got the Steelers, and I think we're all still kind of at a weird place with them, not knowing what to expect. And then, you know, Kansas City, it'll be fun to hear you two chop it up, uh, certainly a couple of weeks from now. But Baltimore, they've got the Bengals on Sunday night. And so I know on our Friday show, when we were kind of forecasting these games, this was a big sort of pendulum swing, I think. for Not, not that the Steelers are on the same plane as the Bengals, um, but whoever lost this game was going to fall to two and two and kind of be in this weird having to look in the mirror sort of place. And Buffalo's not there. I, that's why I, I do think this was kind of snatching defeat from the jaw or victory from the jaws of defeat or whatever. And and I credit Josh Allen, Jordan Poyer. Hello, kind of an important player. Big um, you know, Big like, and and that guy. that's where like I, I think I love Josh Allen so much, and I I've said that from you know years at this point in time. Not certainly to the degree to the degree that you have, but I do feel like when you have an amazing player like that, and Pete would know this with Mahomes, it overshadows other yeah. great players, and people kind of forget like, hey, this dude is awesome too. And that was a big reason here. Like, I, I think I still think the Ravens are awesome. And Jordan Poyer helped lead a Bills defense that shut them down in the second half. Here. Yeah. So uh, first, shameless plug here. Pay my guy, Jordan Poyer, Buffalo, please. Like, let's keep this guy around. But, <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I understand that he's getting older. And I understand that it's one of those things where typically once you hit a certain age, you know, teams are like, let's stay away from long term contracts. I'm not saying sign him to an eight year deal, but he's right. not he's clearly not slowing down. He was an all pro last year. He's on pace right now for 17. Inter- I know he won't get 17, but he's on pace for 17 interceptions this season. And, you know, when you have a, a secondary right now that's young because of injuries, Trey White's not there. Micah Hyde's not there. So you're playing with Jaquan Johnson. You're playing with a couple rookies out at the cornerback position. And then Jordan Poyer comes and does this. Like, come on, like give the guy his due. And, you know, it's just from a fan perspective, it's a little frustrating to, to finally have like these guys that play on this level. And then it's like, okay, uh, we'll, we'll think about it at the end of the season when he was an all pro last year. But to your point, he he played a phenomenal game. Um, and the the first point I want to bring up though, is what you talked about with Josh and Patrick Mahomes and the other quarterbacks. I think, I think you're right. Um, there's so many good quarterbacks at this point in the league and not just Buffalo, not just Kansas city, but you know, there's, there's probably seven or eight quarterbacks that I thoroughly enjoy watching every single week. And, you know, it gets to the point where it's difficult to keep up with everybody, but man, the, the NFL knows what they're doing. Um, and these guys are, are practicing a lot of things at a younger age that makes them more developed, which is leading to better football. So, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm, I'm nervous about Pete's guy. I'm nervous in a couple of weeks. I'm not nervous <laughs> about Pittsburgh. That sounds bad, but I'm not. Sure. You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show, wherever you get your podcasts.